Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is gifted, identifying, developing, and practicing the gifts that God has given us. May we offer our gifts joyfully for the sake of the church and the world. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, beginning at the 26th verse. What should be done then, my friends? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be only two or three at most, and each in turn, and let one interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let them be silent in church, and speak to themselves and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others weigh what is said. If a revelation is made to someone else sitting nearby, let the first person be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, so that all may learn and all be encouraged. And the spirits of prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is a God not of disorder, but of peace. Anyone who claims to be a prophet or to have spiritual powers must acknowledge that what I am writing to you is a command of the Lord. Anyone who does not recognize this is not to be recognized. So, my friends, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues. But all things should be done decently and in order. Here ends the reading. Ah, finally a passage written especially for Episcopalians. All things should be done decently and in order. As Episcopalians, we love when our faith proceeds in good order. In worship, we like to know when to bow, when to kneel, when to sing, and when to pray. In prayer, we use the prayer book, which gives us good forms to follow, and even provides little explanatory notes called rubrics, which makes sure we don't get too far off track. In ministry, we love our different orders, lay, deacon, presbyter, and bishop, which help us know who does what and why. Whatever gripes you may have about the Episcopal Church, you can't blame us for ensuring that things are done decently and in good order. In fact, we may have taken that advice too far. In Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, he isn't writing to a church that is all wrapped up and buttoned down. He's writing to a church that is exuberant, bordering on chaotic. The Holy Spirit is with them, and they are practicing their spiritual gifts in abundance. People are speaking in tongues, but there aren't interpreters present, leaving people to wonder what has been said. People are prophesying, sharing revelations from God, but they are unwilling to yield the floor to others. As newcomers to the gospel of Jesus Christ, they are thrilled with the gifts of the Spirit, but they haven't yet learned the importance of listening, patience, humility, forbearance, godly love. They are so excited about the spiritual product that they've forgotten about the spiritual process. Paul seems to be saying, it doesn't matter how gifted you are, if you practice your gifts without love, you are a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm afraid that in the Episcopal Church, we've gone to the other extreme. We're so concerned about right order, we forget that the Holy Spirit often comes in power and might. We're so concerned about not offending others, that we bite our tongues when God gives us a critical word to share. 
We're so concerned about our worship being beautiful that we forget that God can break in at any moment, turning the tables of our hearts and setting us in a new direction. I think this is why small groups are so important. In the context of Bible study and mutual support, we can create safe space for the Word of God to come alive. What may not be appropriate in a public worship service with 500 people may be just fine in a circle of five people who have been meeting together for years with the express purpose of listening for God's guidance. I'm glad that the Episcopal Church cares about process. That's the language of love. However, once right process has been established, we must let the Holy Spirit move. There's no telling who might be given a divine utterance or word of prophecy to share. We ignore the spiritual gifts to our peril. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.